Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, November 20th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Scaminini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, this is the first time we've actually been able to record because I'm in a different hotel for various reasons. Uh, and I finally have stable internet. So I want to thank you for being flexible and actually doing a little bit of recording while we were walking to a theater the other day. Because uh, I wanted to make sure that I got you in on a few things. So I apologize for all of the technical difficulties this past week uh, while I was in New York. And, and of course, always you being flexible to roll with the punches, so to speak. That's me, always rolling. <laughs> you see me roll. Anyway. Yeah, I'm always trying to have a catchphrase, and one of them is going to catch on. Eventually. That is what a catchphrase does. But we're going to have some fun stuff happening in the Patreon feed. You and I are going to talk about Jaja's African hair braiding over in a travelogue episode. And if anyone wants to hear that, that is exclusive to Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon and sign up for the mezzanine tier and above. Not a ton of news, Grace. This is normally how things work heading into a holiday week. People have already gone on vacation. They left last week and many of the people who decide to put out press releases are already off in their summer homes somewhere else warmer uh, than I guess New York is at this point. But we did get some news. The biggest news was that the Olivier Award winning show Tammy Faye is going to come to Broadway next season. That's the 2024-2025 season. They did not say when, so we don't know if it's going to be less than a year from now in the fall of 2024 or potentially in the spring of 2025. But the show is going to be coming to Broadway in a Nederlander-owned theater. The show had previously played London's Almeida Theater last year. It features music by the legendary Elton John, lyrics by Jake Shears, the lead singer of the Scissor Sisters. Also, he appeared in Kinky Boots on Broadway, and it has a book by James Graham. Rupert Gould directed it when it was in London, and he will be back to direct when it comes to New York. The show earned four Olivier nominations, including Best Musical, and in the show in London, Katie Braben played Tammy Faye Baker and Andrew Rannells played Jim Baker. No news on if they will continue with the show when it comes. Yes. And Andrew Rannells was on Watch What Happens Live the other night. Yeah, I talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to say that, like, it would be bold of him to not be attached to that show anymore and then have kind of implied that. So I don't have any like insight on it. I just wanted to say that out loud again, because I think it's, it feels very likely. And the fact that like he brought this before the announcement feels like he'd stay a part of it. And it was an overlap with Gutenberg at all. So I would hope so. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it when I don't remember if it was you and me or if it was just me. But yeah, we mentioned that. And not a surprise. I mean, I think this is going to be, Grace, a very big show. I think that it will raise a lot of expectations on Broadway. I think it'll be so big that perhaps Liza might even show up. Um, You're ridiculous. (laughs) Matt is seeding rumors. (laughs) Look, there's only so many Nederlander theaters that are potentially open and i'm just saying just throwing it out there so true Uh, so uh so yeah so i guess that would also probably impact when it comes whether it's in the fall or in the spring depending on how things are going up there i've walked by a couple times It, it looks like things are progressing nicely but anyway um Always great to have Andrew Reynolds on Broadway. Like he just is so much fun in whatever he does. So very cool with that and would love to have him back if he does continue on with the project. 
All right, Grace, we got some news last week that I feel like is probably more in your wheelhouse than mine, but the theatrical adaptation of Sufjan Stevens' career breakthrough album, Illinois, will make its New York premiere in March at the Park Avenue Armory. What's interesting about this is, is that the album is just called Illinois, like the state is spelled and pronounced. This, though, is called Illinois with an E on the end. So I guess that's I'm guessing that's how we're pronouncing it. Illinois. Yes. Yeah. Is that OK? That's correct. I was yes. I was guessing that. Um <laughs> But this is going to be directed by Tony Award winner Justin Peck. It is a dance music theater hybrid thing. Um, it features a story by Peck and Pulitzer Prize winner Jackie Sibless Drury. And it is all of the music from the Illinois album from 2005. Timo Andres has done new arrangements of all of the songs from the album to kind of give it a little bit more flexibility for the theatrical and dance space. It is set to run March 2nd through the 23rd up on the Upper East Side if you've been to the Park Avenue Armory. I think I think you and I and, and Robbie and Ashley were just talking about the Park Avenue Armory the other day, or at least uh, in, in part. Um, but it's a great space if you haven't been there before. So I don't know this album at all, Grace, but from the, but from the descriptions from the press releases, it is insane. It is described as, quote, a wildly inventive portrayal of the state's people, landscapes, and history, complete with UFOs, zombies, and predatory wasps. I I don't know what to make of that other than to say that I am intrigued. Listen, he's weird. Um, And I mean that in, like, lovely way. I've been really obsessed with his music for a long time. If you're familiar with the film Little Miss Sunshine, the song Chicago popped off from that album because of that film. That's what kind of like launched it into like a a more mainstream zeitgeist. He was more of like an indie darling. And yeah, you you can listen to all of his uh, older material that's in that kind of, I mean, it, it was part of the same time period of like Fru-Fru and Imogen Heap and things like that, that kind of like took off because of these kind of more independent films and their soundtracks. So yeah, I think that, this is going to be really special. A lot of people have been excited about it in Chicago where they've done the out of town. So yeah, I think uh, I think that everyone's in for something and um, I can't wait to see it. I really can't wait to see it. Yeah, also that song Chicago, in addition to Little Miss Sunshine, uh, was also featured in the Veronica Mars movie and a first season, I believe first season episode of The Bear uh, as well, which is set in Chicago. So lots of very interesting things moving around this project and i think it'll definitely definitely be something to watch all right we're going to stick in chicago and continue to talk about things that are very very interesting because the goodman theater announced the casting for the upcoming world premiere of highway patrol it is a new thriller that was written by emmy winner dana delaney and normal celebrated playwright Jen Silverman. The show is going to run from January 20th through February 18th. Dana Delaney will star in it alongside three-time Emmy nominee Coach Beast herself, Dot Marie Jones, and Thomas Murphy Maloney. The show is described this way, and it's interesting. Timestamp, October 2012, at Dana Delaney. Are you married? If not, I'd marry you. When Cam, a 13-year-old fan in a desperate medical situation, captures actress Dana Delaney's attention on Twitter, she's quickly swept into an intense around-the-clock online friendship. But when Cam starts receiving messages from beyond, Dana is thrust into a world where unexpected revelations raise the question of how far we go to love 
and be loved. And in a statement, Dana Delaney, Dana Delaney says like, this is a true story. And she kind of details how like she only got on Twitter because she was on a TV show on ABC that wanted her to be there to promote it. And then it led to this. So very interested in, in what this could all be about. I had not heard anything about this, Grace, but uh, it seems it seems compelling and seems otherworldly, which is always fun. I'm always interested in work where it feels like really intensely self-referential when the actor and the writer and all those things are involved. But I trust the Goodman Theater with this for some reason. Like, I feel like yeah. they they are very equipped to to take care of something this uh, tender. So I'm 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 interested in whatever you know, capture or, you know, what the, what the future plans are at beyond, but I think that's really, really interesting. So I'm curious. <laughs> All right, Grace, let's dive into what little there is in this week's theatrical schedule. It'll start on Sunday, three different Broadway shows closed. Your beloved shark is broken along with Melissa Etheridge, my window, and then Jaja's African hair braiding, which we saw on Friday night. And we're going to talk about in that uh, travelogue episode, but all three of those shows finished up great runs and uh, excited to see what happens with all of those. And then also what comes in uh, to replace them at the circle in the square theater where Melissa Etheridge is. That is where an enemy of the people is going. I don't believe we know what is going to take over the golden yet. Do we grace? No, not that I've heard. Okay. And then uh, at the same OJ Friedman where Jaja's is that of course is where prayer for the French Republic is going in like in a month, less than a month from now they extended uh, Jaja's as long as they possibly could to make sure that they uh, still had enough time to do the change over there. So, all right, so those three, congratulations to the run on all of those. But tonight, Monday night, over at Lincoln Center Theater, the new musical from Graziella Danielle and uh, Michael John Nacusa, Gardens of Annuncia, will officially open. It is a show that, without actually saying it, chronicles the real life of Graziella Danielle. And I don't know how much of it is fictionalized, although I believe it is mostly based off of the real events of her life. Playing Graziella, which although she does not say it and her name in the show is Annuncia, is the legendary Priscilla Lopez. And then playing a younger version of her is Kaylin West, who was kind of a standout featured person in the prom on Broadway and then went on to play Alyssa Green on the tour. I thought she was fantastic in the show. Playing her aunt is Andrea Burns. Playing her grandmother is Mary Testa and playing her mother is Eden Espinosa. Uh, I saw it last week. It is not yet open, so I'm not going to talk about it until it opens. But we do have some highlights of the show if you want to check that out. And I will say without saying anything about the show itself, seeing that cast together is pretty special. So uh, check that one out and it will officially open on Monday night. Then the next thing that really comes up on the schedule, Grace, is on Thursday when we have the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We know that and Juliet, Back to the Future, Shucked, How to Dance in Ohio, and Spamalot are all going to perform during the parade itself. And then over on CBS, they are going to air performances from Aladdin, A Beautiful Noise, and Chicago that are all filmed in their theater. I don't know if those have been filmed already. I think they usually are, but maybe it'll happen early uh, early this week. I love Parade Day because it's like an opportunity for people who do not specifically tune in to watch theater content to see it on national television. Like we have the Tony Awards, Grace, but like you still mostly have to opt in to watch the Tonys. But this is an opportunity for these shows to really promote themselves to audiences that otherwise wouldn't normally be looking for theater. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of history being made um, throughout the years of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, whether that's, you mentioned Kaylin earlier, but um, the prom, having their like uh, two leads kiss on that kind of like national moment was huge. It's been so challenging this week to hear about a a particular um, television outlet, I don't want to say news, that has been um, just talking about how quote, damaging it is to them that they're featuring two non-binary performers in the telecast. It's kind of absurd and insane and honestly really terrifying for these performers. Um, One from Angelia, Justin David Sullivan, and uh, Alex Newell from Shucked were both named by name, and that just makes me really annoyed and scared for them in general. And I hope that everyone is choosing to rally around, support, and ignore (laughs) um, those insane things but also like support those people and um yeah it's just so it's been kind of wild um but i know that the the macy's thanksgiving day parade is symbolic for a billion reasons for all these different people and it means something different to every single family um but i'm excited for the performances i hope that it goes so 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 well um i will say it is not a simple task Like it is so Mm -hmm. difficult to be a part of. There are shows that try for a year plus to make sure that they are part of the telecast. The producers of the parade have to come to see the show. They have to help decide what what number they would like to see in conjunction with what the producers of the shows would want, you know, to be seen on television. You know, it's it's all of these factors. It's not just oh, they liked that show, they picked it, or the show wanted to pay a lot of money to be in it. It's it's so much more than that. So when you finally do get those three minutes of airtime on, on arguably the second most important televised event for the theater community that exists, besides the Tony Awards, this is it. This is the commercial. So um, it's it's just, it's really, really special. And so I applaud everybody that gets to be a part of it. And for all those that don't get to be a part of it this year, um, I hope that there is a next year and the year before and all that stuff. So yeah, it's exciting. But the learning how all of that sausage gets made is, is fascinating. And I hope that um, everyone has a really good year this year because I, for one, have frozen my balls off being in the parade before and I won't do it again. Yeah, very good. Were you were you like a balloon handler? What what did you do in the parade? No, I've performed like three three different really. Ones. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like a basically a physical uh, a human puppet for the lint truffle float. I've danced. Um, the first year I did it, I was on Idina Menzel's float directly behind her um, camera side. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it's it's wild. But um yeah, they I mean they they get you up at like three AM. You gotta meet at the, you know, the the New Yorker hotel. Everybody gets dressed and ready together. They walk you onto a bus. The bus buses you over to the starting point, which is a little further uptown because they wanna, you know, end you, I think, around thirty right. fourth street. Yeah. So um, but when you're the closer you are to Santa the better. Like I remember our, our float was right in front of Santa and I was like, I, we've got a mate. Everybody's tuning in, you know, by that time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting thing. Very cool. Uh, all right. Wrapping up this week's theatrical schedule on Sunday over at the Broadway theater here lies level play its final performance on Broadway, a really special show, a really unique show. Obviously I spoke with Jasmine Forsberg earlier this week about the emotions of closing that historic show. Um, so check that interview out. And if you have an opportunity this week to go over and see here lies love, you really should do that. 
All right, Roy, my recommendation for this week is on Friday or Saturday, Disney announced its schedule for the Disney on Broadway series that happens at Epcot every year during the International Festival of the Arts. It'll run from January 12th through February 19th. And then it's not every day, but like around the weekends, they have different Broadway stars from various Disney properties come in. Over the course of this month, they will have Casey Levy and Patty Murin performing together, Gavin Lee and Heidi Blickenstaff performing, Ashley Brown and L. Steven Taylor together, Josh Strickland and Kissy Simmons together, Mandy Gonzalez and Michael James Scott, and then Bradley Gibson and Shoba Narayan. I do not have an annual pass to Disney, even though I live 10 minutes from Disney. I feel like I have to, like, I feel like every time, every time I, they announce this, I'm like, I need to do it. I need to go and see these. And I never do. But this year, I think this is it, Grace. I think I'm going to get an annual pass just to be able to go and, uh, and check that out. All right, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me pretty much anywhere at BWW. Matt, Grace, where can people find you? You can find me at It's Grace Hockey. All right, everybody. We are going to have different interviews and special episodes for the remainder of this week because it is the holidays. So if this is the last time you hear from us in a quasi-live setting, uh, we want to just wish you a wonderful week, a wonderful Thanksgiving. We hope that... Whatever you are doing, you are celebrating it with loved ones. Uh, and uh, we'll be back to talk to you next week. But throughout this week, we'll have an episode every day, but in a more traditional Today on Broadway sense next Monday. 